heard Dutch oven bitch. <laughs> but you a, love it as well, don't you? There's been a few smelly cakes, right? <laughs> smelly cakes? <laughs> <laughs> a few smelly cakes. <laughs> That's a lovely uh, image. Welcome to Gains and Pains with Scott McLaughlin and Colin McGibbon in association with Just Train and a ton of coffee where we get together each week to talk health, fitness and some absolute nonsense. You think we know because we've just recorded six? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> giving him a peek behind the showbiz curtain here, man. This is meant to be weekly. We're not yeah, doing, we're certainly not doing two in a row because we're too lazy to do it later. Yeah, but, um, you know. Yeah, so episode seven, episode probably going to be a shorter one. Last right. week's, the one we did a minute ago, was a bit of a bumper one because yeah. we ranted about stuff. Or you did. I just sit here, drink the, coffee. And the caffeine kicked in. Feed you bullshit to just spout on about. Aye. Um, yeah, so a bit of a shorter one because you've got work to do in half an hour. In half an and hour, I'm going yep. to go and stretch because I'm really sore after training yesterday. Because you're old. I am old. Been officially, now. Like actually officially <laughs> fucking old. So we're going to talk about protein powders. Protein powders. Benefits and pitfalls and potentially fasting in that if we get time. If we get time intermittent fasting. So, protein's the cool thing these days, isn't it? It's, been a, it's oh, everywhere. Man. If you like, buy a fitness mag, especially the guys, muscle and fitness and stuff, they can mainly kind of predominantly guys' magazines, yeah. that every second page is promoting a, a protein supplement. Aye. Even, like, out with the supplement thing, which is a, a massive deal in and of itself, like, if you walk around Morrison's or Asda or any kind of commercial supermarket, everything you look at is, like, Packed with protein, protein, protein this, protein that, yeah. like cereals, like Loosely, obvious shit. Protein. Like, Even Snickers and Mars bars are fucking in yeah, on it. Yeah, they're right in on it. It's like, and you got to and question how much actual protein's in it. Very little, probably. Tiny amount. It's yeah. like 10 grams of that. Because it's got like, Snickers has got nuts in it. The, I think the hilarious anyway. one is that, I think it's the Snickers and Mars bar. The protein is, the actual regular Mars bar and Snickers has actually got less calories in it for you. So <laughs> you think, yeah, I'm having a protein bar. This is great. No, you've just piled in 300 calories when you could have had one at 150. Yeah, well, again, that's that's the that's the the, the pitfall of it, though, isn't it? People yeah. just see that again. The market is good marketing. People just see packed with protein yeah. and assume and protein's good for me. I'm going to eat that. There's a head, the thing I've been talking to Kirsty about just now about basically. I need to stop playing with this. So. We're, we're living in a world of what we call kind of headline readers, mm-hmm. and people read a headline, and then in their head. They've made up the rest of the story themselves. Yeah. So they read protein Mars bar and yep. automatically think, oh, it says protein. Health Fuck, food. That must be healthy. Yep. And what they've done is they've actually taken in more calories. Aye. And fucked it out. So, in terms of like protein powders, then, do we need them to supplement the rest of your diet? Can you get by without them? What difference do they make? What are good ones? What are bad ones? Is there a, a good and a bad? Is there much yeah. of a difference from one to the next? Or do they all just come from the same global factory? That's very good questions, Colin. Thanks. That's why I'm here. On the ball today. Yeah, um, coffee's kicked in now. Basically, a lot of people try to use them as a meal replacement. Now, yeah. 
that can be good and it can be bad. It's it's all down to the individual. So if you if you're Joe Bloggs, normal person doing this and you started training, the first thing people do is they start a new fitness regime and the next thing you know they spend two hundred pounds on supplements <laughs> and their monthly spend is one fifty to two hundred pounds a month in supplements and you're like, What's your diet like? Uh, I have a Big Mac and stuff and you're like that fix your fucking diet before you even think of a supplement and the, the clue in the name supplement it yes. means and it can add a dictionary term is in addition to yes so it's an add-on of your diet it's to supplement your diet fix the basics first aye so you should be aiming to get as much protein from real protein sources and nutrients and stuff yeah. and that's the Stan Efferding thing isn't it he's yeah. totally he's pushing all that it's like you want to take as little as you can mm-hmm. what's this thing called again vertical diet isn't it not heard of that one this guy he trains like Thor and I, I heard of Stan thing he's showing uh, but um, he's the things that he pushes the vertical diet so you're trying to get all your nutrients kind of stacked up just through your your general food so you yeah. don't need to take anything else yeah you want to get your natural sources before you have to take any supplements or pills or anything and yeah. it's <clears throat> but where it comes in, for it, say for example, if your your working lifestyle, your job, doesn't allow you to sit down and have a big protein breakfast, lunch and dinner, if you can have a target and you need, say for example, your target say 160 grams a day and your normal diet only gets you to 100, mm-hmm. yep, have a shake in the morning, have a shake in the evening, that maybe 25 grams each, it'll get you closer to that target. Yep. So it can get you, help get you there. The thing to watch out for is some of the protein shakes are high in calories. You yeah. get ones that have got a shitload of carbohydrates in them. A lot of sugar in a lot of them. Yeah, and a lot of these are kind of like weight gainers. Mm-hmm. So you need to make sure that you're buying the right one. That, and all you need to look at the calories. Mega high calories, the chances are that's not going to help your weight your weight loss. You're just piling in hundreds of liquid calories like I put in my business page yesterday. Yeah. Um, that catches a lot of folk out. If you can get one like the My Protein Impact Way, very low calorie account because it's mainly just protein. Yeah. And so that can work well. If you're looking at someone who, they get up in the morning and they're just not the breakfast type, but they tr- but they know, they can't eat, they, they're just one of these people that, oh, I can't stomach the thought of breakfast first thing in the morning. Right. I know a load of folk like that. Weirdos. Yeah, I could eat any time of the day. Absolutely. And uh, they go out, and they think, all oh, right, I'm not going to have my breath because I can't eat anything. I hate it. It makes me feel sick. Right, fine. But by 10 o'clock in the morning, they've got no energy and they feel like shit. And then they start going, well, I'll just get I'll have an extra three sugars in my coffee or a can of Iron Brew or Coke or Red Bull. And then I'll have a Mars bar just to because they're craving the sugar to spike their energy levels yeah. up. What they can do is rather than having a breakfast or like skipping breakfast and then crashing, picking, eating all that shit, mm-hmm. they can pick up. Get have a little kind of pro- protein shake. Sorry, I'm just laughing at Colin here, oh, trying to stretch. Jesus. And he's in a wee bit of stuff and pain for you. He's training yesterday. Oh. This is enter. I wish we'd videoed this. Holy shit. Try to scratch my back and nearly cried. <laughs> so if you need to get some get a breakfast done, you a shake can work well for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's acting as a meal replacement, but if that's the only way you can get the protein in at that time of day, mm-hmm. then do it. I know myself, like, I struggle. I, I, I have to have breakfast in the morning. Yeah. If I don't eat in the morning, I will barf by the time I get mm-hmm. to my car. But I struggle now with, like, the, the idea of, like, eggs and stuff first thing in the morning. Yeah. I just, I, I can have, see if I had, like, 
even like porridge first mm -hmm. and then I could have it like, if I've got the time obviously in the morning yeah. like weekday mornings I'm rushing to get the kid to school and get myself to work and all the rest of it so it's a bit of a struggle time wise for that so what I'll do is I'll make porridge and I'll put a scoop of protein powder through that at yeah. the end so I'm getting mm -hmm. like carbs from porridge and protein from the powder and yeah. stuff like that it's convenient and it's quick Aye. Um, I just I struggle with the like like having the, the cooking hot stuff in the morning I just can't I find that a bit of a struggle I think Jerry broke me with that because he made me eat that shit for ages <laughs> when we first started training I it's absolutely gone off the eggs but and you've got to find what works for you yeah so like from, from, as I say from my point of view the, the, the protein powder is convenient in that respect and then if I'm in if I'm teaching during the day and stuff like that I'll have a shake kind of mid-morning along with something else to eat kind of from there so it's, it's a convenience factor they're good, they're good for that as you say just to aye. kind of top up yeah but aye um it works well from that. So the benefits are it can, if you're struggling to get protein in your diet, a lot of vegetarians, vegans, etc., they struggle, struggle to get enough protein in their diet. <coughs> so because they're too busy crying. Yeah, I mean, just why? Too busy telling people they're vegans. But as you say, the best thing about vegetarians and vegans is more meat for us, more steak for us. All right. Yeah. Now, if you want to be a vegetarian vegan, that's cool. That's your choice. And but <clears throat> one of the biggest pitfalls is a lack of protein in their diet. Right. They start to lose muscle mass, it affects performance, recovery, etc. Now, if they can get I think Sun Warrior do a lot of good kind of like vegan protein powders and right. uh, you can get pea protein powder and stuff now. I've tried pea protein powder, it's fucking biting. It's disgusting, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, and what you want to look for in a good protein powder is one well, I'll kind of come back to that in a second, the so as a vegetarian or kind of vegan, for example, you can get using the using the protein supplements to hit your protein and get it in you. Aye. It's beneficial. It's going to, It's good that way. Uh, so you can use that as a way to kind of like fix that shortfall. And um, moving on from that, if you if you're looking at a protein and you're wanting to add it. There are a lot of pitfalls. There's a lot of benefits we've just kind of talked about in terms yep. that it can help your recovery. It can same as well if you're looking for a snack at night and you think, oh, I really want, I'm craving a bit of chocolate. Mm. See, even just to be better, even if it was just like um, skimmed milk with, pro with some vanilla, vanilla flavor protein. Yep. Chuck it in that. You better, you better Greek yogurt, protein yeah. powder, pudding. There Aye. you go. There you go. So you can make healthy desserts in terms of snack choices. Yep. Um, so that can be enough that you'll get more benefit out of that than you would at a Mars bar. Yes. Um, so plenty of benefits there in terms of recovery, in terms of supplementing your diet, mm. in terms of if there's any gaps that you need to kind of boost if you're a vegetarian or vegan. So plenty of benefits. Where the pitfalls come in are where you can be wasting a lot of money. It's not cheap. No. If you're looking at a protein supplement where you're getting 50 grams per serving, to be honest, personally speaking, you're wasting your money. The majority of it, you're going to you're going to shit out half of it. Yeah, I so, talked about this last time. It's, it's no real benefit, you're just wasting a lot of money. You'd be better getting a 25 gram serving. Yep. Um, so you're getting to absorb what you need, let it digest, and then later on, if you need more, take more. Yeah. The You want to be looking at the amino acid profile, so it's basically the, the kind of breakdown in terms of the amino acids that build up the proteins in terms of what are you getting out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, so you want to make sure that there's some protein powders that if you look at 100% amino acid profile, Bingo, that's what you want to be getting. Right. It means you're getting, again, like we talked about in the previous podcast about the return on your investment. Yeah. If you're going to spend 50 quid on a protein supplement, do one that's going to give you the most 
for your money. Aye. Um, you then got to look at all the extras they pump into it. Some of them put in these weird, wacky flavours and it's loaded with E colours and all that shit. Ah, yeah, yeah. And you just want you feel like, like there was one I took years ago. And every time I took it for about three hours after it, I felt sick. I felt like if empty even if a gust of wind hit my stomach, I was going to vomit. Yeah, I've had a feel like that. And you just just, like, the, the immediately just goes right, goes right through you. Yeah. There was one, I think it was Maxi Muscle. Right. And that first came out years ago. I tried that and quite literally within 10 minutes of drinking it, yeah. I was on the toilet and my arse was exploding. <laughs> and there's some that when you're... My advice if you're going to try protein, protein supplement is f- try and test what it is. <clears throat> or try, try a sample. Aye. Most companies will do a sample. Mm-hmm. Get a sample, try it and see how it affects your gut. Yeah. So, <clears throat> some of them make people bloat. There was one, there was another one years ago I tried it, uh, I found my stomach really bloated. Right. And then there was other ones where, like, the impact whey from, impact whey protein from my protein, I find that really doesn't affect me at all. Right. <clears throat> I don't get explosive diarrhea. Always a bonus. It's always a bonus. I don't fart really badly from it, which, again, is a pitfall. If you're working in an office and you've got a high-protein diet, <laughs> your colleagues will not, thank you. How to make friends. Yeah. If you've got your significant other and you're living together and you share a bed, they do not want a Dutch oven. No. Who does? Which Kirsty's quite... She's, She'll have a Dutch oven, does she? She likes dishing them out. Oh, really? Yeah, she's That's quite dark that way. dark shit, that, isn't it? That's about a real test to see if she's listening to these podcasts. Oh, <laughs> you're her Dutch oven bitch. <laughs> but you a, love it as well, don't you? There's been a few smelly cakes. Right. Smelly cakes? <laughs> <laughs> Smelly cakes. <laughs> and That's a lovely uh, image. And Air biscuits. I mean, it's just. I mean, there's gagging in the bedroom and there's gagging in the bedroom. <laughs> 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 but wow, I mean, some of them are. Yeah, you just. Oh. So find a protein powder that's got a good amino, 100% amino acid profile or close as possible. Yep. Get a sample, test it. Does your arse explode? And check the calories on it. Make sure you're not getting bloated. Make sure you're not feeling sluggish. You get some that you think, oh, I feel good. Like, again, the impact stuff that we drink. feel great after it. Right. You can even drink it while we're training and it doesn't bother me. Yeah, I, I, I tried a bunch of different ones and then I went back to using, um, oh, shit, what are they called? You used gold standard. No. That orange one you gave me. Yeah, I had that. And I, I, just, I think it was just the flavour I got tasted yeah. really weird, man. It was generally all right, but it was um, the protein works. I like their stuff, it's good. Um, again, it doesn't disagree with me. Yeah. I'd, I'd be interested to see, I don't know, you'd need to do like an extensive study on whether how much yeah. of an impact it is actually making, whether a large part of it's just kind of psychosomatic. So yeah. I'm training, I'm going to have a protein shake during and or after, you yeah. know, and then in your head it's doing you good or whatever. I don't ah. know how much difference it would make if you didn't take it. I mean, I think it's, if you, if you can get that in you just after your training, if it stops you, I can't stop you from <laughs> so every time I mention the word like in you Colin's going to have a wee fat of giggles I'd be as well saying like boobies and moist and I'll just send them off <laughs> nah, nobody ever wants to hear the word moist it's a horrendous word as Kim decks it off her treadmill <laughs> um, moist so <laughs> it's like when you finish that, a really good sweaty workout you go to the toilet 
for a dump, and then you pull your kegs back up, and it's that cold, uh, moist feeling. Like that. Uh, damp. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so find the protein powder that works for you. It's yeah. The pitfalls are the ones that are kind of just doesn't agree with your gut. Yeah. If you're bloating, explosive diarrhea, get the shits, feeling sluggish, you want something that feels good. And like I say, even if it's that kind of like placebo effect of you feel that it's it's benefiting you, then great. But it might also be that if you don't have it and you're driving up the road and you think I'm going to swing by a petrol station for a Mars bar because I'm hungry. Yeah. So it might just it helps curb the appetite a wee bit. And just kind of it's better. It's damage limitation. Yeah, aye, it's, it's just a better choice, isn't it? Yeah. I know. Um, Again, this uh, the one the, the, the large pitfall in, in this country certainly is it's fucking expensive. I know mm. I was in Florida last week. Um, I was in Dick's Sporting Goods just because the name made me laugh and I was looking for basketball jerseys and stuff. It's <laughs> a massive sign out that said Dick's. <laughs> you feel quite at home. It's just like ah, oh, it's my type of shop. Um, <laughs> but they had a big sort of protein supplement yeah. section and it was dirt cheap compared to here, man. Um, so, if you're going to, in retrospect, I should have stocked, stocked up while up, I was yeah. there, filled my suitcase up with protein, like, but <laughs> it's just dead expensive over here. Bag bursting of sweet powder everywhere. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> that would go down well in America. Is that what it looks like? Um, aye, it's just, it's really expensive here, isn't it? Yeah. But again, it just goes back to that thing, it's just, it's everywhere just now. Yeah. And daft things, like, like as I said, like breakfast cereals mm. and. Just all sorts of stupid stuff, right? It's, um, I can't, it might have been Morrison's when I was shopping at one point. <laughs> it was like a packet of chicken and a big sticker on it said, packed with protein. Yeah. Like, uh, obviously. But people fall for it. People buy it. Yeah. I mean, even what, people, you, you can take two handbags, right? Oh, it's, right. An, it's an allergy, allergy time, time, people. Yeah. Analogy time. Yeah. And you get an analogy jingle. Yeah. Here get, comes Scott with the shit analogy. So, if you get two women, or so you get a woman with two handbags, and again, right. no, I might be sexist here, right? So, I apologise. I'm offended CrossFit, I'm offending Weight Watchers, I might as well just defend the whole female species here. <laughs> but the majority, my, my wife, okay, I'll, I'll protect myself here. My wife. <laughs> Take my wife. I love her to bits, but what a fuck nugget when it comes to a label. Right. <laughs> when we're in Thailand, she's looking at handbags. Yeah. And one had a tiny wee, t- I'm talking microscopic, right? It was that small, it made my bobby look humongous. That's saying something. Exactly. And she picked that over the other one because it was like, it made it look, it was it was a brand name. So what? I don't get the brand name thing. No. Designer things mean nothing to me. We were away looking at cars recently. And she's like, I love the car, but I don't like the badge. The tiny wee... Two inch by three inch badge on the front of the car. She doesn't oh, like. I thought you were talking about cock again. No, no, no. <laughs> so, and it's again you're letting yourself. But people define themselves by other choices by the fall for a badge. Yeah. I don't get it. No. Designer just, clothes, man. I don't want to wear something that's just got some massive brand name like across the chest. Gucci. Aye. I mean, just, if you, let's get. Remember the old feeler trainers from years ago. Yeah. Gucci are now doing a one of them, but it's a big massive gold G stuck to the side, and it looks Ooh. ridiculous. People are paying like three, four hundred pounds for a pair, and you're like, get Mer. a fucking grip. It's good market in their part because there's people are paying them a fortune to advertise their brand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's walking about with a big billboard in their chest, and it's you're like nobody cares. No, nah, really don't. But um, aye, we've digressed. We've Sorry. digressed. Yeah, once again. 
But I just, I mean, protein is out there, so it's a new, it's, a, it's not even a new word, it's just the buzzword right now in terms of fitness. It absolutely is, yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just a thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, uh, it's always been there, it always will be there, but it just seems to ah. be the hip thing just now, is not it? Yeah, people buy into it, but again, headline readers, they read the word protein and think, yeah, fucking hell, man, that's going to be awesome, that's, that's going to help me hit my goals. Yeah. Well, it could help, yeah, but read the rest of it. And again, I'm saying don't judge a book by its cover. It's look at what's actually in it. What you're putting in your... <laughs> I'm going to laugh here. <laughs> don't put something in your body without knowing what is in it. Sound advice, people. <laughs> it is. Sound uh, advice. Look, check it out. Yeah. Make sure it's safe before you stick it in you. Look, I mean... <laughs> Paid enough for this. No, we, we don't get paid at all for this. That's true. I can see why. Um, <laughs> yeah, just look at what, look at the actual ingredients, <clears throat> and see what are you sticking in your body. Yeah. Is it going to help you or hinder you? Aye. That's really, that's really a nut, nutshell to it. I used to know somebody who used to take a fuckload of protein, like just <clears throat> shakes and yeah, bars and all the rest of it. It didn't actually do any training. Yeah, oh, that's another <laughs> It's story, like, I'm yeah. going to get pure jacked just by eating tons of protein it's powder. People that, take, people that think you can just take steroids and get big. No, 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 you still need to train like a <laughs> fucking train beast. You still like a motherfucker. Yeah. The steroids just help you train more. Aye. You're like, ah. We were talking about this yesterday, eh? Yeah. Bit interesting just to take tons of steroids just for a year. Just to see what happens. Just to see what happens. Just to be clear, if we were not actually going to do no. that, right? Come home with a roid rage, kick the front door down. Where's my dinner? <laughs> <laughs> I'd yeah, have a hard job, it's me that makes a dinner every night. Yeah. <laughs> Just shouting at myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, steroids. Don't do it. For fools. Just but say no. That was a Green Chill thing, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, Zamo. Show my age here. Yeah, showing your age, yeah, before my time. Old bastard. But um, I've got about six minutes left before any one works, so. What do I talk about? We'll fit that last bit in about the. Intermittent fasting. Fasted training and intermittent fasting. That sounds like it's going to take longer than 10 minutes. I'm not going to do that. It's really not. All right, okay. So, can I look at the It's another hip thing again just now, though, yeah, isn't it? The yeah, intermittent so fasting. Who was it I saw? I posted about it today. Mark Bell. Mark Bell doing it, yeah. <laughs> Did a big thing, yeah, 16 hour yeah. fast. No. That sounds like a long time not yeah. to eat. Yeah. And I mean, how am I to question Mark Bell? He's a multi millionaire fitness I mean, icon. 8 o'clock at night to 8 o'clock the next morning. Mm-hmm. There's your 12 hours. So just basically have your last meal, half seven, yep. stop eating at eight, and then you start eating at 12 o'clock the next day. Now... That's skipping breakfast though, man. Yeah. I can't deal with it. So intermittent fasting first is having big gaps mm-hmm. between eating. Now, if you're somebody, if you've got a physical job and you need like, like builders, etc., um, and you need kind of calories, but you need the calories to kind of function for your job, or you need to focus. When, if you feel that you've not had your breakfast and your focus dips, that's not intermittent fasting isn't for you. Yep. If you are a person that doesn't have time for breakfast in the morning, because say for example you've got five kids, you try to get them all to school, yep. um, like, a pre- like a nursery, a primary school, and a high school, and they're all you're having to drive them everywhere, then get to work, and you just don't have time for breakfast in the morning. And you can function, look, find me a black, if you can get a pint of water and black coffee in you, and you can function great. Hi, Lynn and Nick. If you can function great with that, then, <clears throat> and up to 12 o'clock, intermittent fasting is great for you. Yeah. 
It'll work fine. So what, what are the benefits of it? Why do it? It can, if you've got a big window to fit calories in, sometimes people will go over the limit, over their kind of calorie expense right. or calorie target. Yeah. If they've got a limited window, then they're slightly more likely to f- only eat, if they've only got time for two main meals, mm-hmm. then there's less of a chance that they'll go over their, so go over their, their calorie right. target. But if you, let's say you need to eat two and a half thousand calories a day, right? Yeah. If you eat those two and a half thousand calories in a six hour window, is that any better or worse than eating those same 2,000 calories over a 12 or 14 hour window? Is no. it just the same? It's just the same. It's going in the same yeah. way. It just so depends. Some, it just, some people function better depending on their working life schedule. Right. They just try to fit it into what is finding a, a system that works for them. Right. Um, so are you, are you, if you're fasting for like a 16 hour period like he was talking about, are you going to then burn more calories in the fasting time? Or like if you're training within that window, how's that going to affect you? Well, that's looking at the kind of fasted training thing yeah. as well. Yeah, what's and the benefit the, of that? They've actually done studies on it and the actual, over a period of a day, it works out exactly the same pretty much. Right. Now the risk is if you've gone in <coughs> hungry, if you've fasted and you're coming in to do a heavy session, yeah. and you're doing a back squat and you're 90% and you've got no glycogen, you've got no energy, Yeah your risk of kind of passing out, collapsing, is much higher. I just can't, I can't understand how yeah. anyone can do that. I can't. I, I, I struggle to get any kind of heavy sessions done, like pre-lunch time. Yeah. I, 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 like, I like my fuel, my body. I just need, um, to get, I need to be up and moving about yeah. and having some food and stuff. And again, people believed it years ago that oh, it's better to run on an empty stomach because you burn more fat. Yeah, I've read a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, and o- online and things, just, people getting up, like, go out and do sprints first thing in the morning yeah. before eating and all that. But, I mean, if you're going to go, if you've only got a limited window, getting up for five minutes, quick warm up, and then go do your sprints. You don't want to, you want to, don't want to shove a bowl of porridge in you in the yeah. sprint because it's going to come straight back up. Perfect. So again, it depends on how you feel. If you can function well, by all means, do it. Yep. If you struggle to train and you get lightheaded, then don't. Yeah. And it's if you look at the actual individual benefits, there isn't really any. There's a kind of it balances itself out mm-hmm. between individuals. Right. You might be able to train an empty. Like John, I train at quarter past six in the morning. He can come in and lift really heavy without any breakfast. Ah, I can't understand. That's the Steph as well. She does yeah. that all the time. Man. Ask me to train. I mean, ask me to train before eleven o'clock in the morning, and I'm basically lying in the corner crying. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I don't I'm like nothing it. Nothing in the tank. Don't even like. I do. I hate Saturday morning training. Yeah, <laughs> it's just brutal. That's that's trying to find what. Just try to find what works for you in terms yeah. of your performance. So it is just a case of like kind of horses if you're for like horses kind of deal. People that do strength endurance, if they've got no energy in the body, they're not going to last. Yeah. We're doing a podcast, Kathleen. If we can get you in for an interview one day, like performance enhancing drugs at almost 70 years old. <gasps> How are the steroids going? Good. How are all the steroids? So that bag's full of, isn't it? <laughs> so you carry that wee bag about all the time. Crammed full of juice. We're about to get hit by over the head from Kathleen, so if the mic goes quiet, we're dead. Um, yeah, so the kind of fasted training works for some people. If you're doing it, the fasted intermittent fasting stuff works better for people that aren't training. So if they're, if you're needing performance, you need that energy. Yeah. You're not gonna, you're not gonna take your here's an allergy time call. Ready for a jingle? Do it. I've done it already. Yeah. If you, you're not gonna put your your race car out in the track with no fuel in the tank. Right. Or half a tank. You like need it. to make sure there's fuel there. Mm-hmm. Same with the body. If you're not, if you're not racing that car, <coughs> don't you put fuel in it? Yeah. Fish just sit in the garage. Don't you put fuel in it? 
But if you're needing to take in a track and hammer it, then you need the fuel in the tank. You really know how to labour an analogy, don't you? Oh, absolutely. You just run with it. You just take that fucker and go. Just got to drive it. <sighs> but that thing, so intermittent fasting, fasted stuff, it's better for people that don't train or aren't training those days. Right, okay. So that they're getting the benefit. I'm sorry, they're not taking the risk factor on it in terms of being lightheaded. So what about guys like Mark Bell then? Why is he doing it? Because he trains like a motherfucker. Yeah. I'm not sure why he's doing it, to be honest. I know he's in a lot of gear. He openly admits it. He does, eh? Um, so he'll be he'll still be able to recover. And he's probably shoveling in a shit ton of calories in that term anyway. But he'd have, ah, I suppose. He had a huge amount of body mass to lose that weight in the first place. So. Yeah, he, he was a big dude before he shifted <laughs> it. He's in some nick now, though. Aye. Proper ripped. Aye. He's like Nick. Body of a body of a god. Jacked. <laughs> Not listening. No. <laughs> right. You've got work to do. We should stop. We're saying how you're jacked and you get the body of a god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's really it. Cool. Short one this week. Yep. Bet they had a big one last week, so they can shut it if anyone's getting any complaints. And um, Kim, we're still only doing one a week, so. Dry your eyes. Shove it. Back in a treadmill. <laughs> no, it's because you said she was on a treadmill. Would you listen to it? That wasn't having a pop. <laughs> She'll bar me. <laughs> She'll club you over the head with a kettlebell. She will. Jeez. Aye, so. That's it. That's us done. That's Aye. cool. So if you want to find us, we're on Gains and Pains on Facebook and Instagram. You can get myself at Scott McLaughlin Performance The Facebook Training. page, though, really? Does anyone actually look at it? Nah. Does anyone use Facebook anymore? That's kind of the old school. That's kind of old school now. I don't know. Feel free to leave comments on it though, yeah. just for a laugh. I don't know who's going to read them. You've got myself, Scott McLaughlin, performance training, and just train, and Colin. I am at DrummerChimp on Instagram. Say hello. Or Say not. nice things. And leave us a review. Five stars, please. Again, whether you think we're shit or awesome. Doesn't matter. Five stars. That's all. And that's all. Let's go to work. Aye. People, have, have fun. Stretching today. Time to train, London, Nick. Bye.